This is To The Max Podcast, sponsored by Ignite. To The Max is designed for those of you who desire to become a higher expression of yourself. You will learn, laugh, and listen to information that will stretch you from center to circumference. I am your host, Dario Melton. Everything in creation has been designed to grow to its fullest potential. God is in the business of maximizing. You are the highest expression of his creation. It's time for you to go to the max. There is greatness inside of you. To walk with God is to walk with the maximizer. Every step on the journey, the maximizer is making you greater and stronger. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can imagine according to the power that is at work in you. God is in the business of taking you to the max. Well, good morning. This is To The Max, brought to you by Ignite. I'm your host, Dario Melton. Brothers and sisters, today you have the opportunity to become what you've never been before, for you to do what you've never done before, for you to go where you've never gone before. Square your shoulders, lift your head, and lift your eyes into the hills from where your help is coming. And know that today, yes, today, you have the opportunity to become a higher expression of yourself. Last week when we were together, we began a conversation about structure integrity. And I want to pick that conversation up uh, for the sake of time. We, did, we weren't able to finish our conversation on last week. And I want to pick that conversation up. Um, just a recap quickly. Uh, structure integrity, which, which is when a structure is built to not only handle its own weight, that's the first level of structure integrity, but to handle the weight that has been built to carry if you get on the elevator, it's to say 4,500 pounds, it's built to handle 4,500 pounds or less. And then you have um, not only carries other weights, but to be able to deal with catastrophe that when outside forces beat upon that structure because it has structure integrity is endured a structure test is able to stand because when there is no structure integrity, when one side gives out, one area of your life, if you lack integrity in one area of your life, it impacts every other area of your life. Watch this, listen to this, and it impacts everybody in your house. When you do wrong in your place of employment, it impacts the household. When you do wrong in your relationship, it impacts the household. When you do wrong in any capacity of your life where there's no integrity in any area of your life, it impacts everything. One thing impacts everything. And so when you lack integrity in your finances, it impacts your banking account. When you, and that banking account impacts your household. Your household now impacts your peace. It is a domino effect when you don't have integrity. So it's important to us, it seems to me, it's very important to us that we be people of integrity, not people who of good conversation, but people who literally have integrity. What does it mean to have integrity? It means to be honest in your dealing in all areas of your life. Not with those areas where you're just comfortable, but be honest in all areas in your life. It means to have a moral soundness about yourself, that you're a person of principle. That's it, you're a person of principle. 
that I know who you are. So when someone say you did such and such, no, because I know your principles and how you operate off. I can't receive that because you are a person of character. You are, you are a decent person. That you're a righteous person, not in your own right, but you're righteous in the fact that you're walking from a firm foundation. In this day and age, it's, it's kind of hard to to find people who has integrity because having integrity says other things to us, such as we refuse to lie. And, and many of us say, yes, I'm, I'm a person who I, I can't stand lying. But here's an issue that many struggle with refusing to blame. We, we and not necessarily blaming people. We can blame circumstances. We can blame the situation for us not being the best version of ourselves that we ought to be. Remember the oughtness of life. There's some things in us that we just ought not to do, or some things in us that we ought to do. And anytime we acknowledge that it's something should be done or shouldn't be done, we are actually acknowledging the divine. We're actually acknowledging God. Anytime we say somebody ought to have done better by me or we ought to have done better by them or we ought not have made that decision, we are acknowledging the divine, that there's something inside of us. It's something inside of us that the oughtness of life. So integrity says we refuse to lie. We refuse to blame. And here's a big one. Integrity says um, we don't evade accountability. Yes, we don't evade accountability, that we're able to accept what we are accountable for. That's integrity. Whether it was good or bad, it has integrity. And, 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 and so integrity just doesn't just show up when things are well. Oftentimes you can tell integrity when things are going bad, that you don't sell yourself out just to make sure you make it over, that you don't compromise that's the word you don't compromise your integrity just to get things the way you want to have them we're in this this series um in our bible study and please if you haven't had the opportunity to i encourage you to check us out at youtube um youtube or on facebook um you can um check us out either at um ignite ignite or at Dario melton you can check us out there um uh, we're, we're in this this ignite.club ignite.club uh either dario mountain on youtube or on facebook we're in this series and in this series um we're talking about the whole armor of god that you gotta fight and i find it interesting even as we talk about integrity on on this on today that this same conversation comes in when it's dealing with us fighting um the enemy fighting satan that that paul writes to the Ephesians, uh, to the church at Ephesus, he says to stand firm against the scheming of Satan. It's in Ephesians chapter 6, verse um, 10 through 14. I won't read that um, to you or quote that to you here, but but throughout Paul's writing, he keeps telling um, the people of Ephesus to, to, to stand, to take a stand, to withstand, to stand, to stand therefore. He keeps telling that, and in verse 11, he talks about standing against the devil's tricks. And then in verse 13, he talks about uh, being prepared to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. And then in the very next verse, he says, stand, therefore, putting on the whole armor of God. There's two things that I noticed for our conversation today that I want to point out to you that we are to stand firm. Paul is not instructing us to be agile or to be swift footed. 
he is instructing us to stand strong. On the contrary, he advises us to, instead of being swift-footed or going swaying back and forth, he encourages us to stand on the firm foundation. He said, if you're going to do anything, stand on the firm foundation. Send somewhere where you're securely grounded, somewhere you're rooted, that you can't be moved. And so a person who is living in integrity, hear me, please hear me, is a person who's not shifty. That when you were one group of people, you one way, and when you were, you were another group of people, you another way, you're, you're somebody who's not shifty. But you have solid convictions, here it is, rather than prefaces. Let me say it this way, that your convictions is what helps you to deal with all circumstances, not some, all circumstances and not prefaces. So you don't walk through life with prefaces. Your life is governed by convictions. And you'll see the breakdown between what is governing you based off prefaces or convictions. Those who are moved by prefaces are often offended when you are governed by convictions. Where there is no convictions, prefaces will always change. Let me say this loud to you. Convictions never change. If it was wrong 10 years ago, it's wrong now. Prefaces, however, change. I'll give you an example. That conviction says, I ought to do this. Prefaces says, I prefer to do something else. And at any given moment, you can prefer to do right. You can prefer to do wrong, prefer to handle this situation this way, or prefer no, but when you a person of conviction, a person who is standing, who's not shifted, here it is, you treat everybody the same way. There's no prefaces with people. You're not moved by what race they are. You're not moved by what gender they are. There's no prefaces. You treat everybody the same as God's people. So then we ought to be someone who stand, Paul says, in all circumstances with our convictions and not our prefaces. And so Paul talks to us in that chapter and he says, take up the whole armor of God. Put on this, this he's part of the peace of God was the breastplate of righteousness. And so he deals closely with integrity. He says, put on the breastplate of righteousness. And so this spiritual analogy that he's given us, it sets up our attitudes and what we stand in and what we practice. It's interesting when you look in other translations, the breastplate of righteousness is translated. And in fact, the J.B. Uh, Phillips uh, translation is translated the integrity of your breastplate. What, the, what, what am I saying to you? That as part of a believer, a part as being a follower of Christ, you need to stand firm with integrity in your heart because your integrity protects you it doesn't protect you from rejection it protects you from condemnation 
one of the main weapons the enemy uses against us when we're not walking in our integrity is to condemn us to condemn us for not being a person of integrity and so because you are a person of integrity then you never feel condemned with decisions that you make because you make decisions not from prefaces but you make decisions for convictions so now you can go to sleep with yourself at night because your decision you made came from your core and you made a decision based off your core conviction, based off of your preference. You prefer it for everybody to agree with you. Conviction says everybody would not agree with you. You prefer for people to like what you like. Convictions tell you everybody's not going to like what you like. You will prefer for people to applaud you and to love you. Convictions will tell you everybody didn't love Christ and so they won't love and applaud you. You have to know what you are operating from. Whether you're going to operate from a place of convictions or you're going to operate from a place of preference. I, I want to say to you, having integrity, Paul said the, the, the integrity of your breastplate, having integrity is like having an orchestra inside of you. Yes, yeah, like having an orchestra inside of you. What do I mean? You got many things that are happening, many, many situations that occur and they're playing cohesively. They're playing coordinated. They're playing in conjunction. They're playing with harmony. Then integrity say I have harmony working inside of me. And the effect of having this harmony inside of me, hear this, is that I operate from a place of what is called peace. Because anytime there is no integrity, I'm operating from a place that's called chaos. I hope you're listening this morning. The anytime I operate from a place called chaos, I'm quick to make decisions that's based off my prefaces. But when I operate from a place of harmony and peace, I will make decisions that's based off of my convictions. And so since I'm making these decisions that are based off of my convictions, um, then anytime the conductor, <laughs> the, the conductor, as the conductor leads me, Who's the conductor? It is Christ. It is Jesus. It's God. Anytime the conductor is leading me, then I'm able to move uh, with the conductor. If I need to bring up the sound, I know how to bring it up. If I know how to, if I need to bring it down, I know when to bring it down. But anytime any part of me go absent from the orchestra, follow me with this. It throws off the entire sound. What am I saying to you? That as the conductor leads me and I decide to do things on my own, off my preference, it messes up the entire sound. Now the whole orchestra now sounds awful because you're out of tune. And when you're out of tune with your convictions, out of tune with your integrity, then you have issues with everything. You just can't be a person of, of integrity in this area of life and be a person of integrity 
uh, and, and not be a person of integrity in every other area of your life. Integrity is not something that transfer over, um, or excuse me, integrity is something that should transfer into every aspect of your life, not just some of your life, but all of your life. Because integrity means that you are one with yourself. Are you listening? Integrity means that you are one with yourself. What do I mean by one with yourself? Um, simply that you're not double-minded. James says that a double-minded person is unstable. Hear these words. And all, not some of their ways, and all of their ways. Why? It's the same idea. It's the same thought. That when you lack integrity in this area, it's going to impact every other area. That you have to be a person of integrity. Because being a person of integrity is not about influencing other people, but about making influence on yourself in every other area of your life. So if you're double-minded, you lack integrity, you're not standing as Paul's saying. As a matter of fact, that, that Greek word there in Ephesians um, chapter 6 when Paul says stand is histamai. Histamai means not to break or bend. Yes. And after having conquered, to conquer again. So when your integrity is being tested, you ought not to break or to bend. And after you conquer that testing, be ready to battle again. Your integrity is so vital. In fact, I want to suggest to you and I want to say to you that out of everything you have in your life, this is a strong statement. The most important thing you possess is your integrity. Yes, it's the most important thing you possess. It is sacred. You ought to say to yourself, my integrity is sacred. It's not part of who I am, it's who I am. Adam was in the garden, him and Eve was in the garden. And what was really on the siege was Adam's and Eve's integrity. Life hit them and they stepped outside of their integrity. Listen to the power of your integrity. When they stepped outside of their integrity, they lost everything. The question was, are you really like God? Do you really have integrity? Are you a person of substance? And when they stepped out of their convictions and operated from their preferences, they preferred to eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. When they had preferences and then operate off convictions, they lost everything because your integrity just don't impact you for that moment. Help me today. It impacts you for a life. Whatever decision you make today will impact you forever. And that's why we have to be people of integrity. Because anytime we make decisions, the decision is not just for the here and now, but those decisions impact us in the now and later. Integrity, the most important thing you have is sacred. And so to have structured integrity is a person who has realized that their 
integrity is sacred. And, and many of us have lost our integrity. And so the question is, how do we get it back? How do we get our integrity back? I, to get our integrity back, there's some few things I'll suggest. Not This is not the all in all, but there's a few things I'll suggest for the sake of time. That First, I want to say it is possible to get your integrity back. It is possible that any time a structure loses its integrity, it is possible to be restored. So that is good news. It's, it's possible for you, for your integrity to be restored. It can be restored, but it takes a process to restore integrity once it has been hit. Because once you lie to somebody, it's difficult for them to believe you again. Once you're not faithful in the relationship, it's difficult for you to be trusted again. And so then there are some things that you can do to regain, to rebuild your integrity. Are you ready for um, first and foremost, what you can do to regain and to restore your integrity is to realize what happened when you lost it. It's not as simple as saying, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting back right now. And, and you have to look back at Eden and see what happened when I didn't operate out of integrity. When I operated from prefaces, I preferred something and it cost me everything. So I have to say to myself, I got to accept. That's the first thing. Ac accountability. I am accountable for what happened. Adam and Eve tried to take the blame game. You remember I said earlier that a person of integrity refused to play the blaming game. Adam said, this is this woman you gave to me that caused me to lose my integrity. Eve said, it was the snake that deceived me that caused me to lose my integrity. We have to acknowledge that we were wrong. And only a person who really wants their integrity and who's operating from integrity can take full responsibility for what he or she has done. And there's nothing wrong with admitting that you were wrong. In fact, it is a sign that your integrity is still there, that you haven't lost it, but you damaged it to say, you know what? I was wrong. Remember last week we talked that integrity never tried to justify itself or try to find ways to justify its behavior. That I did this because of this. That because they did this to me, this is why I did this to them. No, no. Integrity never justifies wrong behavior. So there's no justification. When you're wrong, you're just wrong. It's not someone made me do it or I did it because this is what they did. Jesus said it this way. He said, love your enemies. He said, because if you treat them like they treat you, you're no better than them. So there's no justification in your beha behavior that is not appropriate, that is not work operating correctly in the or orchestra of integrity. So I have to acknowledge and accept the fact I was wrong. I want to challenge you right now to think about things that you may have done wrong. You missed the mark and, 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 and it caused a lot of friction. It caused some things to be lost 
and say, you know what? But only say this if you really were wrong, not just as a, a to go through the, the, the motions, but if you say the decision I did or what I did really caused damage, then you have to say, you know what? I was wrong. And I want to say to myself, so I can operate from integrity, you're not saying this for others, you're saying for yourself. And so after accepting the fact that you were wrong, you can move forward. You can't move forward without acknowledging you need to move forward. Don't get stuck in the blame game. Don't get stuck in the blame game saying what somebody did and how they did it and, and uh, why it made you do what, what you were doing. You can't get stuck in the blame game. Can't get stuck in the blame game, right? So since you can't get stuck in the blame game, you have to remember then. So now I'm accepting responsibilities. I'm accepting responsibilities for what I have done. Because when I blame, I, be, I lie to myself. So then I got to stop lying to myself if I'm going to restore my integrity. I got to stop. No, I, I, I'm not able to do this. Or yes, I can do this. I can't be grandiose in my thought and my belief. Because usually lie comes from a lot of words, a lot of talks. He said, I need, no, you, you stop lying. Be accountable. Stop, stop blaming. And when you're able to do that, you're moving closer to be restoring your full integrity. Uh, uh, another thing you can do, and I told you this list won't be exhausted because for the sake of time, it won't be exhausted, but I, I want to give you some nuggets to help you move forward um, in your life. Be honest in your communication. Because the blame game has to do with communication. That when you say something, stick to what you say. Be honest. Be willing to change if you're wrong, but always be consistent in what you speak. What do I mean? That you got to be consistent in your message. You don't say one thing to another group and say another thing to another group. Paul and Peter had this issue. Paul said, you know the problem that's really going on inside the church, Peter? He said, when you're with the Jews, you're saying one thing to them. And when you're with the Gentiles, you're acting another way. And so you got all this tension and confusion that's going on inside of the midst of us because you're not, you're not being a person who is being consistent with your words. So you have to say, once I've acknowledged that, yes, I was wrong, moving forward, I got to be consistent with my words i got to be consistent with my words that if i make promises i ought to keep them and in the fact I, I shouldn't make promises what i should say is i'm gonna do this and if i'm gonna say i'm gonna do this i should do it i shouldn't i should i should deal with the here and now not what's down the road because down the road integrity always will be intact so and uh, live in the moment and be truthful to the moment don't think about what's going to happen after this moment, but live in that moment. Remember, integrity says whatever decision I make now will impact my now and later. So if I'm true for every moment, you see how they're going? You're building truth. You're building your integrity. If every time I'm truthful, summarize, I'm being truthful in that. Yes, I'm being truthful in that. And since I'm doing that, my integrity is now building. I'm being honest in all of my communications. And I want to say this to you, and I know um, you have given me so much of your time on this morning, and I don't, I want to, I don't want to uh, misabuse, I don't want to misuse the time that we gather, uh, or abuse the time we gather, because I appreciate your time that you give us. I'll say this, and we'll be done for for this morning. 
I, you have to regain your integrity after acknowledging how you lost it or accepting how you how you um acknowledge how it was impacted what what you lost when it happened you got to be you got to be consistent in your communication because you got to understand this is not built overnight especially when your integrity has been damaged when it seems like everything around you has collapsed and so the real commitment then i'm gonna say this comes to rebuilding and reinventing yourself what i mean rebuilding reinventing you were seen perhaps as or and not to others to yourself you're not doing this for other people you're doing this for you and understand that integrity is about being one with you so you're not putting on airs to try to impress anybody but to rebuild and to reinvent yourself uh, that you say you know what that's not who i want to be are you listening i don't want to be that person this is who I really am. So I had to rebuild. I had to reinvent myself because sometimes we've been operating so much out of integrity. We lost who we were. That's the first thing acknowledging. I didn't realize I'm way out here in left field when I should have been here all alone in center field. And so you have to realize that um, I got to rebuild. I got to reinvent myself. Not that I'm being something that I'm not, but I'm going back to my original intent on who I, on who I was created to be. And you was created to be a person who was holy, right standing, one with God. And that's what Adam and Eve lost when they got kicked out the garden. They decided to step outside of their relationship with God and said they can do it by themselves. And Tegarty say, I don't trust me enough to say I can do it by myself, but I trust God enough for the conviction that he's placed inside of me for him to know what's right for me. I hope you're hearing this, that God knows. That's why he gives us conviction. God knows what's best for us. And so we can't do it by ourselves. We have to do it with the help of God. Thank you for tuning in on this morning. I pray that you have a blessed day. And remember, I love you to life. Thank you for listening to the Max Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Ignite. Be sure to visit Ignite.club. That's I-G-N-Y-T-E dot C-L-U-B. To join the conversation and access additional content that will take you to the max.